Good evening, I'm Rick Dancer. Welcome to this uh, special edition on Friday night of Get Real with Rick Dancer. And tonight we are calling on your help. Um, this is called The Buck Stops Here, and that's because it really does stop with us, the people of Lane County. Uh, Buck Sanitary Service is our sponsor. Uh, Scott and Lisa Well, they're awesome. They don't have to check in on me to make sure what I'm doing or what we're doing for them. But when I got a phone call from these folks, um, I just thought um, it's the last day of the month. Uh, I was really done with all my shows, and I thought, oh, I can't not do this. I have to do this. So, because um, we did this for Michael Bryson and he disappeared. What we have is a 25 year old Churchill graduate. Uh, his name's Chase Robertson. And he disappeared a year ago yesterday. And nobody seems to know anything. Um, his car was found on a logging road up Quartz Creek. This happened up around Vitas where he disappeared. Um, he was a, a logger in the past. So it's not like he was unfamiliar with the logging roads, especially in, in the logging road where, he, where his car was found. Um, but still, the family has no answer. So what we did is we put the case number up here on the screen flashing by. And we've also put the phone number to the Lane County Sheriff's Office if you have any information that you can offer to them. Because um, he has two girls, um, I think five and four. And um, just to be... I guess, real blunt about it, um, they don't know. They don't know where their dad is. So, what do you? How do you tell a four and a five year old girl um, that your dad is just disappeared? So I think we can probably find him. Um, and so I'm going to bring our guests on. This is Chad. Thanks, Chad, for being here. This is his. Uh, Chase's older brother, and then this is his sister, and I'm going to move me down into the sister spot so they get, when the comments come in, they'll cover my face, not our guest's face. That's kind of nice of me. Yeah. <laughs> so why don't you guys start with, and either one of you can start, it doesn't matter, but start with Chase and who he was and, and what happened. In fact, start with what happened. That would probably be best, the last time you guys saw him. Yeah. yeah. Chad, uh, you want to go ahead? I'll let you start. Oh, girls first. It's so nice. Um, so Chad's the oldest, and then I am next, and then followed by Chase, and we also have a baby sister, Chelsea. So, you know, my mom had comedy, all CH. Um, <laughs> so let's see. Uh, like he said, Chase was born um, in 1994. He was 25. Last time I saw him with his youngest daughter, um, I did write dates down just so I don't uh, forget, was April 18th. So it was just, you know, about a week before he went missing. Um, I talked to him multiple days leading up to that, um, including the night before and the morning of uh, his disappearance. So, Chad, you kind of want to go over, um, like, you know, losing his job um, due to COVID. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, my brother was always a very social guy. Um, back February of 2020, uh, my stepdad, his dad passed away, um, you know, and that had a real hard effect on him. Fast forward two months later, um, about two about three weeks before he goes missing, he got laid off 
due to COVID, he was um, he was a logger, and the lumber lumber places were closing down, not accepting logs, so he got laid off. Um, April twenty first was the last time that I received a message from him. So about a week before he went missing, um, you know, he said, "Hey, I'm I'm effed. I'm I'm out of money. I don't know what to do." Said I told him he could you know come and stay with me if he'd like. We had have an extra room here that he could use. Uh, so he's mulling that around, and I said, "Get back to me. Let me know." And then, um, you know, a, a week later, um, I get a message from my sister asking if I'd seen him, and his friends started reaching out to me saying that they hadn't been able to get a hold of him. So I, I thought, all right, well, you know, maybe he just had a late night or something. I'll reach out to him. And I'll probably hear from him in the next day. Three days go by. I haven't heard from him. I'm freaking out. Wow. And uh, so I told him, I said, Hey man, we're going to send a police officer to do welfare check. Um, I'm going to have to file a missing persons report. And, uh, I figured that would get his attention. Um, and nothing, nothing. So, um, we filed a missing persons report. And then we spent a week straight on Courtsville, Quartz Creek, Courtsville road. Courtsville yeah. Creek. Yeah. Yeah, and Chad, when we made the uh, the missing persons report, they did find his car on Quartz Creek um, three days later. Um, his and friends found the car. The police didn't find the car. His friends found the car. Right, yeah. And I'm sure that, the, you know, the police were made aware of, hey, these are the places he likes to go. Uh, and that's what really got, that's when they at least started doing some searching. Um, yeah. Yeah. They you guys get keep talking. I'm gonna go look. I have a picture of the car and I'm going to go look for it. You guys keep. Yeah. Um, so once they found the car, um, his buddy Jake actually found his cell phone. Um, it was like between the chair and the console, um, kind of wedged between the seat. And what we found interesting is that um, the whole messenger and all of his texts were deleted, completely gone out of his phone. Um, you know, that's the only way we actually talked daily, um, just being that he lived in Vida and had really bad internet connection. Um, as far as a conversation, it was just choppy. So that was our complete main um, way of, of communicating. And I just felt that it was weird that everything was deleted. Um, as far as those conversations with anybody go. And then in the in the way that his car was found, you know, it had all of my mother's um, pictures and she did pass in 2008. So all of the pictures that he owned of her, um, all of the pictures that he owned of my stepdad who had also passed February 20th. Um, it did have some drawings from um, my niece. So his four-year-old daughter, um, and then his clothing was in there. Um, he would often camp with his buddies, you know, the whole bonfire thing. Um, so a couple of his friends reached out and said, we'll check and see if his sleeping bag is in the car. He keeps it in there and he'll literally just sleep under the stars. Um, so I had a buddy of his, uh, Jordan Remington, take me up to the car. And sure enough, the sleeping bag was in there. So I know for a matter of fact, when he did get out, um, you know, he wasn't planning on staying, um, to camp. His, so his you think that, 
Hang on real quick. Tina, I see you on here. Tina Bryson. Would you share this on your guys's page since you have so many people right now, just while it's live so people can hear this. If you just take it, share it from my page right onto your Michael Bryson page, um, that'll get more people kind of in on the conversation as well. So uh, you, you, he, he has a case obviously right here in the sheriff's office, the Lane County Sheriff's office, but you don't feel like, and I know they're busy, but because of COVID and all this, you're not getting a lot of um, um, attention. I mean, I've gotten a couple calls for updates um, and he's he's so great in like, you know, hearing me. Um, and we've had some specific things that I really have questions about um, and even specific people, you know, and. Um, so you think something happened? You think there's foul play here? I mean, I definitely do. For Absolutely. anybody that knows um, Chase and us even, um, we're like really tight siblings. You know, our mom passed away unexpectedly in 2008. Um, Chase came and lived with me at the time. I was 23 years old. Um, and our stepdad was just really having a hard time with our mom's death. And he, um, you know, was dabbling in some heavy drinking at the time. And some of their like basic needs were going unmet. So I, I love him to death, but at the time it just wasn't an appropriate situation. Um, and so Chase came to live with me and lived with me for almost six years. Um, so we're just extremely close and um, talked constantly. That picture is when his youngest daughter was born and he actually asked for that front pack as a gift. Um. He has two little girls that he loves and depends on him and he knows that. Yeah. So the, the, I mean, the chances that he's going to take his own life, I would would hope would be really slim. Um, yeah. In fact, I have so many conversations, but they've never been asked um, if they could be looked at. Just, I mean, things that he says, I'm so proud of my girls. I can't believe I had children that perfect. Honestly, you know, I'm so sad because mom would have loved them. Um, he just really wanted to spend more and more time. Um, he wanted to get it to a point where he could do that, you know, he had kids young and he had little love children, but that being said, they were just awesome and he did adore them. I mean, they were complicated. They weren't ever really relationships with the moms, which made it hard for him to, to get time with the kids. So I think that was one of his biggest pains in his life. Um, but when I had Anna in my care, you know, he took her to the um, daddy, father, daughter dance um, just last year and um, he just adored her. He constantly every day wanted pictures and wanted to meet up at the park for a play date. Um, so I just don't see that happening. So Tina says that's the problem with missing people without a body or a weapon. It's considered missing person case. It's ridiculous. Families have to advocate and fight so hard and it's just exhausting. And, and then when you have a, a kid, because Chase, the last week you said he was kind of using some drugs. And, you know, we know that Michael's past was about drugs, too. Um, but so then, that you know, I think people 
I don't know why as human beings we do this. I think it's to make ourselves feel better that we're not vulnerable to this. Um, but if we can find a reason that somebody may have done this, then we can go on and move on with our lives. Um, you know, you can find an excuse, you know, well, oh, well, see, Chase was having a hard time. Oh, I, I mean, instead right. of going, you know, so, so Chad, you're his brother. So what do you, give me your theory. What do you think? We so, haven't talked about this, but what do you absolutely. think happened? So three, you know, three, four days before he goes missing, he's rolling with, he's rolling with this kid and he's seen in state and, um, you know, you can tell he's, I was told that they could tell he was high. Um, so, you know, there's this, there's this kid that was, that saw him, um, how somehow my brother had like 1500 bucks on him, which is just an insane amount of money for a guy that he's telling me he can't pay his rent. He's all stressed out. Um, and he's he's got money for you know a week long bender. Um, I I honestly my theory is that he he hooked up was using drugs, selling drugs, probably maybe didn't pay the right people back, something like that. Um, and you know I had the we had relayed to the the police who he was with. Uh, they've never talked to this guy. They've never. And he's they, even said it on Facebook. You know he's like, I was with Chase. Um, two days before he went missing why have i never gotten a phone call not a visit you know i thought it was okay and don't say the person's name but I that's know. Not, I will not that, is, that is bizarre and so yeah. now, now here's something because i want you to address this because she's saying there's two sides on the conversation so what if they found his phone they did find his phone we haven't talked about that so they did find his phone but where's the phone it's in the custody of the police yeah. So, um, so have like, they looked at it? Have they looked at it and told you anything? So his best friend found the phone and we had a conversation. We felt like it would be invasive if we looked at the phone. So we gave it um, to the police and, you know, I've asked, I said, can you get in there? Can you um, upload the messenger app again? I've been told it's a specific type of phone that cannot be looked at um, a track phone. Um, I don't know. Like, I don't know if that's the case, but it seems crazy that we can't. Here's Sarah saying, if he's using drugs, I would seriously look into the guy I've been seeing today and yesterday. He looks very much like the picture you're posting. I've gotten a picture of a guy with like long hair uh, with some tinfoil looking stuff um, in front of like a grocery store that's kind of going around and that's definitely not his his face tina says they can download all the information and give it back to you so you need to i'm not telling you how to do this i'm sure. just so don't take this like i'm being you know here's what you should do but it sounds to me like tina knows this, this woman's yeah. an expert so get yeah. that phone or to get them to download that information for you they can do that and then you take charge of that the two of you and find out what's on that phone they have Michael's phone, so you should be able to get his phone back. I, I actually asked for it back and they said that it's evidence now. So I, and I told them, I said, I'm really disappointed that I gave you this phone. I gave you this phone and now you don't want to give it back. You know? Sarah says the guy she's talking about does not have long okay. hair. So let me do this again. Let me post these pictures again. This is who we're talking about, Sarah. So you see, you guys, this is Chase Robertson. Mm -hmm. uh, 25 years old, missing, Churchill graduate. Um, his car was found on Quartz Creek Road up by Vida. Um, 
So that's his car. And they did find his phone inside of that car. Uh, but that's at the Lane County Sheriff's Department. And we don't know what is on the phone. Did they ever do any fingerprinting or anything, Cherish? I never No. So that's another that. thing is that um, the car, we actually were told that we should leave it up there, that it could be, um, I don't know. Shelter if he came back to it. Or yeah, something. exactly. So oh, we, so if he comes back, he would take shelter yeah. in the car. So we That's left it up there and we actually um, had sent a friend, Jordan Remington, to go pick it up. Um, and that very same time he was going to get it, it was being towed. And so we were with, um, Chad and I were together and it was my little sister's 21st birthday. So we were all together. Um, and he got on the phone with the towing company. He explained that this was our brother um, who was missing his car. Um, he told us that they were told to pick it up and that we could not get it at this point, that it was theirs. Um, so the car was never. Well, so I wanted, yeah. Uh, yeah. Because we didn't have the title or anything like that. Um, there was no way for us to get it. Yeah. So where is it now? They took it. It's at the tow yard. I don't know what they did with impounded it. it. Okay. Yes. Daisy, so Daisy, Daisy Gay says you need to talk about where his phone pinged. Yeah, so his phone last pinged um, Blue River Reservoir, um, which is not where his car was found. So I've always had thoughts of, did he actually put his car there or was he, you know, left in the water? Who knows? I mean, he We have reports of people saying that, they're, that they saw that car in the vicinity with another person in it, aside yeah. from Chase, he was with some older woman um and, and man and man yes and then my uncle went down there was handing out flyers everywhere from basically mckenzie highway up through springfield stopped by some gas station and uh showed the pictures the the and and the guy said oh yeah i think i saw him there it was like the day he went missing like before he went missing and they had cameras and so I called and left a message on uh, the police officer's uh, voicemail, and I never heard back anything. Uh, I, I left multiple messages saying, hey, this is Chad Lawton, Chasen brother, Chasen Robertson's brother. Uh, you know, this is information I received. Can you send someone out there before they, you know, record over the, over the camera? Because, you know, some cameras run for 72 yeah. hours for the hard drive record. I'm sensitive. Uh, very time sensitive, you know, and this was within, I don't know, three or four days of, of when that happened. So I don't know if they went out and followed up on that or not. Um, there was a, a credit card was used for gas. My brother doesn't, I didn't even have a bank account. Everything, every check he got was cash at Walmart, you know? Right. And so, you know, it's like, well, can we look up that credit card receipt? And well, and you know, my I'm theory... not a detective and I'm thinking of this stuff. So, I mean, like this should be first nature and stuff that should be followed up on, in my opinion. So, so real quick before you get in there, Cherish, so the picture on his phone, the last one was at Blue River at 11 a.m. the day he went missing. Is that right? Um, you know, I don't know what time it was. Yes, I have been told that is the picture. Um, yes, from who's Daisy. Lynn, That's right. Who's Daisy Lynn Gay? So Chase um, was basically best friends with Daisy and Jacob Gay. So they're brother okay. and sister, just like Chad and I, you know. Okay. Um, grown up with them and been best friends with them. Um, cool. Well, she seems to be very helpful and we appreciate yeah. that. I just was wondering who that was. I've seen a guy that looks like your brother the last two days on Coburg Road. He has been pushing grocery carts on Coburg and I've seen him near Taco Bell, Dairy Queen. 
he seems to be under the influence. Contact me if you're wanting to look into that guy that I've been seeing. So her name is Sarah Brower. Brower. Dad, will you write that down? If you write that down, you can go on this page, you can link it, and then go to her message and, and see Absolutely. what you find. Yeah. Okay, we've heard some other sightings on Coburg Road as well. Um, just right after he went missing, somebody said they saw him at a bus stop and he seemed confused. Um, you know, it makes me really sad, and I just want to put this out there, that um, Chase did not use, like, hard or dirty drugs, you know, before learning about it the week before he went missing was a complete shell shock. Um, I do believe you know, with the death of his dad um, and then losing his job with COVID and then not really having um, anything lined up. You know, he didn't qualify for unemployment because he had gaps in his unemployment due to his type of work, like wildland firefighting, um, logging. He did fences. So there was always gaps. He kind of did like, you know, physical work by the job, um, if you will. And so he didn't qualify. Um, and Chad and I were very much like, just come, like go to Chad's house. You know, I asked him if he could build a fence for me the night before he went missing. So he knew he had options. Um, I have a message from him that said he would be screwed if he didn't get money coming in um, in max two weeks. Um, you know, in talking with people, I learned that he was, he was presented with selling some pills. Um, I think he did not know how to get rid of those and um somebody me well i did tell him i knew you know how to get rid of those so i'm scared and i went by that same person i was given a hypothetical scenario of what if he ripped off the wrong bike gang and i thought why would you say that that's pretty specific so yeah. i'm sure tina has talked with you and could tell you <clears throat> about the crazy shit that goes on yeah <clears throat> you know, and people, I, I think some people just play with people like you in this situation. Sure. Dad, did you see this Adventures with Purpose? Does I did. Other ways you were, I saw you writing down. He's like the clerical dude. He's over there writing. Oh, yeah. That's good because All you guys, think, Sherry, thank you. Do. We don't know. So this is good stuff to be helping with and stuff. And they are in contact, obviously, with Tina uh, Bryson, who is an expert at this. Unfortunately, this is the expert club yeah. you do not want to be in. Um, but you get, no. that's what you get help. What is your, um, Chad, what, what is your absolute biggest fear? Um, you know, I don't know that I have a fear at this point because I, I feel like, uh, I guess my biggest fear would be never finding out what happened to him, you know, to never recover him. Um, I, at this point, I have given up on hope of a safe return and it, as much as that crushes me, um, I think I, I think I faced that probably in the first three months. Um, the way his car, his car was driven as far up a snowy road as he could get until it was stuck. And then, um, you know, all of his belongings were still in that car. A person doesn't, you don't pack up everything you own if you're just going to go out into the woods and end it. Um, and so I, I am, Larry to believe that he, he is around that car. Um, I just, I find it very interesting that his phone was pinged however many miles away and, and then his, and then his phone, you know, winds up in the car way up a mountain, you know, in the snow, like 
that just doesn't doesn't make sense. He, he was well aware of the capabilities of that car. Um, right. And especially and so, being longer, he's not going to drive, you know, and get stuck in that car. No, no, no. absolutely not. And so I just think that, um, you know, I, I really think that he got in with the wrong people and that something happened to him. Um, you know, I've once something like this happens to you, you, you read the news and you see similarities in other other cases that that pop up you know a, a, a body's found burning in a car in detroit uh you know a kid gets dumped in a ditch in in salem you know like uh michael bryson goes goes missing uh you know all these all these you know relatively younger healthy healthy kids um are coming up missing and no one no one's exploring this um, you know, asking the questions when we're trying to, we're giving these tiddly bits of information that we've, that we've heard from people re related to, you know, selling drugs and a possible biker gang and things like and that. I haven't even mentioned, but I do want to say this. I feel, I find it really relevant. Um, Chase was hanging with a kid who has passed. And so I feel, you know, I've had conversations um, with this child's parents and I feel it's safe to say um, Isaac Pond went um, missing on December 31st, um, and he was found in Mill City in a pond um, April 18th. Um, Chase was hanging out with Isaac Pond um, two weeks before he went missing, and I relayed all of this. They are Facebook friends, um, and they have one other friend that's mutual, and it is the kid that mentioned the bike gang possibility. So my theory is, what if they were um, running some drugs for some quick cash. They pissed off the wrong people. It's not, um, it's too related that they know each other and that eight months after my brother goes missing, Isaac Pond goes missing and is found dead, 21 years old, you know? Um, the same type of kid, just, you know, bright smiles. They, they just took, they made a bad choice. And I feel like ultimately um, it cost them their lives. You know, and I think that it's easier to look for for people that might not have made bad decisions. Um, but those people before they made bad decisions weren't, you know, complete screw ups. They were sociable people who were loved by their family. You know, they have stories that matter and they are worth finding. So it's just like, you know. So what happens to the daughters? Um, so, uh, the first daughter is five and she is with her mom. Um, we just celebrated her birthday. Um, and she looks just like Chase. And oh, then, <laughs> yeah. And then, um, I have full-time care of his youngest, uh, daughter, Anna Bay. And so she's actually, um, in adoption process with me now. So hopefully it all goes well and she can stay with Auntie Cherish. You know? <laughs> So you become the uh, the the, uh, the the relative that's there for her all the time. Yeah, yeah. So you guys, I'm really sorry about your brother, and I hope that this helps. I hope somebody out there sees something that um, makes a difference, and maybe they'll push people to look a little harder. And uh, you know, it's just a. I think it's a really good thing to remember that everybody has a story and we're all human beings and we have value. And if you're going to judge it based on um, 
are screw ups. Um, and there's nobody's going to make it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, you, you base it on what they're, so what do you, can I ask you, um, Cherish, what, so what do you tell his daughter about this whole thing? Um, what will you, know, you like in the future? What will you say if it turns up that her dad was, was, uh, his life was taken from him? Well, to be honest, she just started asking where daddy chase was. Um, she hears my daughters call him Uncle Chase, which is the only reason why she uses his first name. Uh, but at first she was calling him Uncle Chase. I'm like, no, no, that's Daddy Chase. Um, so at first she was just asking where he is. And for the longest time, I would just kind of put it off. I had no idea what to say. And more recently, I've just said, you know, Daddy Chase, um, we can't find him. And I hope we can find him soon. And she does. She tells me crazy things. She tells me he's in the sky. Um, she's asked me to pull over and find him in the grass as we're driving, not even talking about him. So it's on her mind. And I know she wants to know where he is. You know, he gave her special attention that she got from nobody else. And I think she felt that, you know, it mattered to her. So moving forward, you know, my whole hope of her being able to be adopted by me would just be that she can like, you know, hear stories of Chase and what he was like that we can offer her, you know, nobody else can offer her what we can as far as who he was um, and how much he loved her and how much he wanted to spend time with her. And, you know, I have messages I'll never erase that I can show her. And so I think as she grows older, she'll feel confidence in knowing that her dad loved her more than anything, you know? And I think she's going to also realize that her aunt and uncle uh, loved their brother. Yeah. And and the other sister too. She's just a little shyer, not on yeah. her. But they <laughs> really do love each, loved him. And, um, you know, maybe somewhere out there, he understands that, you hope. You know what I mean? That he feels that and that sense of what you're doing. Because I think it's really ballsy of you guys to come on here and and uh, push, you know. And yeah. uh, I think there's a lot of people. Um, Tina says, I'm very sorry. If I can help out at anything, please reach out to us. Yeah, they've been such a support to me in the last couple of days. And I really appreciate they had... Um, you know, probably 300 posters made. So if anybody wants to help pass those out, <laughs> um, put those up. <laughs> I'll take it. But it's been a, it's been a great support. So thank you so much. Would you guys keep in touch with me and let me know if something breaks or something happens? Because our our audience will want to know, and we'll just update it. And if it gets to a point where you think you're, you know, you want to pry a little bit, and you want to push. Um, mm -hmm. Ask Tina. I'm an awesome pusher. I would love <laughs> so, it. We will yes. take anything we can get. You know, unfortunately yes. with COVID, it's been hard to do like a vigil or anything because we have to play things by the rules. So it's been really hard to get it out there. Yeah. Um, but that's the hope moving forward that we can get some more coverage. Yeah. Well, My I'm sister and I have gone back and forth about, you know, when it's appropriate to, you know, have a memorial or, you know, a remembrance or a vigil or something because I, I the last thing I want is for my brother to be just forgotten. You know, he, uh, he, I mean, he was like, I mean, it's just, it's so tough. It is just the toughest thing in the world to, you know, you rely on people to help you find when you file a report, you, 
you expect that you'll get answers and not for it to just be dropped. So, I mean, I'm, I'm just thankful, Rick, that, you know, you cared enough to bring us on here and uh, let us share our story and keep the word out there. Well, you're very welcome. I think he's very lucky to have both of you. Um, we were lucky to have him. He was, yeah. he was the funniest brother. <laughs> yeah, so, so you guys, um, be sure you read through these comments because Heather's here saying, how do I get some posters? And when these people say that, they do mean it. Okay. So, so reach out to these people. This is your new force of people and they can push out and get that going. And um, Chad, I never had a brother, but I, if I had one, I'd want one just like you. Um, oh, yeah. really are broken. I mean, I, I love the fact that you really did love your brother that much and, um, and you too, but I'm just, I'm speaking from no, my, I get it. I get it. that's not like that male thing. It's like, dude, if you had a brother that was like, get the hell out of my way. That's what yeah. I want. You walk, you walk 15 miles a day through two feet of snow because that's what we did for a week looking for him. And I mean, we had, we had dozens of people combing those woods and there was not, there was nary a sign of them. Yeah, I, th I have a feeling they need to comb that rib, that lake. Yeah. Yeah, me too. All right, you two. Um, good. Well, there. Now, see, <clears throat> go, go, go do your thing. We have, we have broken the, the barrier, the quiet barrier. Now it's out there. And let's see Thank what people you. do. Okay. We appreciate right. you so much. You, thanks for Thank you, you so much. You're very, 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 very welcome. And people ask me why I do what I do. <laughs> You know, you just know, you know, that there's somebody that needs help and you can help them and you can't, I can't do this all the time, but it's like, when I got clients like Buck Sanitary Service, I can do that. And, um, you know, it, it, this stuff matters. And I, I think put, put aside your expectations of what, you know, that Chase was using drugs or whatever. Um, we all screw up. We all do things like that, but we still deserve to be found. And we, our bodies deserve to be with our families and laid to rest if that's what it's supposed to be. But those two little girls should not have to spend the rest of their life. Wondering um, where their dad is. That is not fair. And that's something we can do something about. So let's go find those assholes.